0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
1: Hi there. I'm Laura Wasser. And if anyone knows how much divorce sucks, it's me. I've been practicing family law for over 25 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces, from the top of the food chain all the way down to my very first case, which was my own divorce when I was 25. It has become my life's mission to destigmatize divorce and create a community around what is already a difficult time. We call it the evolution of dissolution. So welcome to the Divorce Sex Podcast, where we talk about breaking up, getting divorced, and moving on. My firm represents high net worth clients, rich people which is great for me and the lawyers at my firm, but the truth is that the majority of divorcing couples cannot afford our services. All the time I have people call me and ask, can you help my friend's sister who lives here or whatever, but they don't have enough money for you or they don't want to spend the kind of money that your firm charges. I never had anywhere great to send these people. In response, I wrote it doesn't have to be that way and created itsovereasy.com to educate people about the divorce process and to disrupt the conversation about how people actually get divorced in the U.S. You shouldn't need to have an attorney in order to disentangle yourself from your marriage. We're offering a fresh perspective and online tools to dissolve a marriage without bankrupting yourself or destroying your family. It's Over Easy is totally free until you've actually input your information and want to file something with the court. And it's available now in all 50 states. For those of you who are skeptical about being able to keep things amicable, let me put it this way. You know your kids better than anyone, and you know your finances better than anyone. Or if you don't know, you will know, and you certainly will care more than anyone. So why allow the courts, the state, or anyone else for that matter to make decisions which will impact the well-being of your children and your bank account? We're going to get into this through the experience of courageous divorcees whom we've interviewed for the launch of It's Over Easy. In hindsight, each of them wishes they'd done it differently. Today's show is the first in a new series of special episodes highlighting real divorce stories. After you've listened, leave us a review and tell us if you can relate.
0: For me, the divorce process was confusing. And it was also tricky because I worked with my ex-wife. She was a few desks down and I'd have to see her every day. It also made it very contentious. Between us, as our lawyers tried to work this out, I'd have to walk by our desk or there'd be a snide comment. And the cost, the cost just seemed to keep adding up time after time after time. And I get it, but you know, I didn't realize that the retainer would go so quickly. I didn't realize there were certain aspects that I should be looking forward uh, ahead with that divorce that would protect me in the future ultimately. I just really felt lost and I spent, I don't know, you know, 20 years as an investigative, you know, television news reporter, really thinking I knew the processes, thinking at least I had a, a vague understanding of, you know, what was going on, how it was going. But when you put that emotional card into the divorce on top of it, the uh, how contentious it can be between both parties, you know, all my rational thinking, you know, really went out the door and, you know, I I just really felt taken advantage of by both attorneys on on either side. You know, we didn't have a whole lot to have to split up and and it should have been more simple than what it was and uh, a lot less money than what it was. And ultimately, uh, I'd find out 12 years later, I wasn't even protected in the areas that I should have been.
2: So
1: I feel like Rob's story is a lot like other people's stories, having to deal with something business-related, in a rational manner while you're going through a really emotional time, and then adding to that the fact that you're really depending on somebody else, your advocate, your mouthpiece, to make a deal for you. I think if you are invested and if you are able to learn enough about the divorce laws in your state in order to apply those laws to your situation – I couldn't help him with where his desk is in the office and having to have his wife, ex-wife walk by him. But I can definitely tell you that I think it would have gone easier. And perhaps most importantly in this scenario, they would have saved some money that they obviously both needed in in the second halves of their lives. Um, Certainly this next woman, Felice Baxter from San Diego, California, her story is similar, if not a bit more colorful.
3: Hello. I'm Felice Baxter, and I am 54 years old, and I live in San Diego, California. I'm on my yacht today, and I wanted to talk to you about divorce, because I've had two. Happily married 10 years now, so there is light at the end of that tunnel. There really genuinely is. But for me, here's my big thing about a divorce. When anybody tells me they're going to get a divorce, first thing I the first thing they say is, It's going to be amicable and we're going to split everything 50-50. We're not going to fight and we're going to make sure we don't give everything to the attorneys. We don't want to waste our money. Okay, that's not what happens. That's not how it's going to go down. Um, You're married. You're fighting. You don't want to be together. So you're going to suddenly divorce amicably. No. Because maybe one person's cheating. Maybe someone has a partner whisper in their ear, don't give her the house. Why are you going to pay her that child support? Because people have their own agendas. So it starts out, okay, let's get divorced. And then it gets super complicated. So um, the person that benefits from that is the attorneys. Because when you call them, they want to be helpful and seem really nice. And Don't be fooled. When you call them and they're being all sweet and nice, they're charging you. That's how they make their living. They're not just being a compassionate person to talk to. You're paying them. It's like a psychiatrist. You pay them. So don't fall for it. Have a plan. My thing is be prepared to fight. Be prepared for attorney bills. Be prepared for anything that can negatively happen because there's a really good chance it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, bet. You saved all that money. No one... You know, no, no one was harmed in the making of this video. So the other thing that I found for my second divorce is I had his passport and documents and we were living in Europe and I was thinking, no, we're going to divorce because we just don't want to be married together and it's going to be nice. And I go, here's your passport, here's your documents. Oh, had I not done that and held on to them as like a little bargaining chip? For later on, when he started his garbage, then I could have said, well, I'm not giving you documents and I'm not giving you passport. That's kind of mean, but that's what I mean by being prepared. Be smart about it. Have something to bargain with. Um, you get through it, obviously, and um, I'm going to be renewing my vows right now, um, shortly for 10 years married to my lovely husband. And there he comes. Where are you? Um, so that's it that's what that's what I got well I have a lot more to say about it but I only got two minutes to talk about it so um, it's not going to happen nicely you're going to fight it's going to be expensive it's not going to be amicable go into it knowing that so if you go into it knowing this is going to end bad you start it different from the beginning mentally you're prepared for that I hope it makes sense
1: So for Felice, who clearly realizes how helpful a platform like It's Over Easy could have been for her first or second divorce, we say thank you for telling us about your experience. Again, maybe a couple more red flags would have been the fact that her second husband's first wife told her that he was going to bankrupt her. Also, you know, I've heard many, many times that people get so frustrated with their attorneys. And this is a function Not only of the kind of law that family law attorneys practice, but of the fact that people aren't completely clued in on what it is a family law attorney's job is. One thing I agree with her about is that if every communication has to go through the attorneys, it's going to cost more than it should. And even if you have an attorney who is the most well-meaning and the most responsive And the most explicatory, so if they tell you, yes, every time you call me, it's going to cost money, you still will have to call them certain times. With It's Over Easy, we really lay out this platform for you. We enable you to learn about the process yourself and then engage in it. I don't know how much we can help you if you've married a con artist, but obviously she ended up on her feet because she was talking to us from her yacht. So Felice spoke about her you know, 3000 or $3,500 retainer. I don't know very many attorneys that would charge actually that little for a retainer. Generally, a retainer is going to be somewhere upwards of $5,000. Uh, we did research when we were beginning to... Develop It's Overeasy and found that the average divorce case in the United States is $15,000. At It's Overeasy, we charge $1,500. That's all in. And you really do cut out the middleman, which for many, many couples is incredibly helpful. A lot of the things that get lost in translation, like a game of telephone that we used to play when we were little, are things that you really, when you have the direct communications through our It's Overeasy platform, you can obviate.
4: Chris Canapa, age 40, Los Angeles, California. Here's the thing about divorce, though. They're never, if you have a child, they're not done until the child has grown up or whenever that court says that child is done. It could be 18 or it could be 24 in some states, depending on whether the co- kid is done with high school or college. Reality is I've been dealing with it for seven years with court from either uh, the parenting plan aspect or the. You know, the other part of the divorce we deal with the household stuff. First, she filed for divorce. And we went through that process, did the split of the marital assets, wrote up the parenting plan, and then, which was seven years ago, right? But even, you know, that process took nine months to get through. But then she kept fighting me to bring me back to court. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. She sued me and filed a contempt motion. She said I lied on our tax returns court. She did this two years after our court was settled. So I got dragged back in. At one point before she ran off to California, she was with another guy. She was fighting for full custody, so I had a custody battle. Like I literally had to pay the psych- psychologist shrink 2500 bucks, and they were going to devaluate me for my parental fitness and all this bullshit. Well, I paid the money, went through the process, and last minute she, she dropped it. If I added it up, it would probably be 20000 that I was out of pocket just from, from him screwing up and um, some penalties I had to pay the court because he screwed up some dates and didn't file motions in time, inherently creates conflict in the legal process. Because you have lawyers who are uh, trying to defend you, but at the same time, they're trying to get, make a living. So the longer it drags out, the more they make money. And uh, that was one of my, my problems with the whole process. If you can do it, and I don't know if this is legal to me say it without a lawyer, and, and maintain peace with each other, assuming there's no mental illnesses or anything else involved, That's the way to go. You gotta hold, you know, put your emotions aside, your anger, your sadness, bitterness, and if one of them wants to leave the marriage, then you know you both gotta sit down and uh, and reasonably discuss the the, the dissolution, really, because the conflict it creates. I mean, it's just totally life-changing, destroying.
1: So as Chris says, I mean, I say to clients all the time when they come into my office, listen, the more you argue the more money I make. If you can get on the same page with things, then we can distill it into an agreement, and that agreement can be the one that you guys live by, or if you need to be flexible and change it, you can. Getting me at $900 an hour involved to determine who drives to soccer practice or who has Wednesdays or if in even numbered years, Christmas is yours or his, doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, you don't have to have a law degree to be able to do this. And it's funny that Chris said, I don't know if this is legal to say, but can you get divorced without a lawyer? Well, yeah, dude, of course it's legal. It's legal to do and it's legal to say. I am amazed that people don't realize this. Folks, we are offering you the opportunity to read and educate yourselves about divorce, and then if you are going to actually be getting divorced, you can do it on your own. We will help you. You know that saying: if you, if you, you know, give a a man fish, he has food for one day, but if you teach him to farm, he has food for the rest of his life. I mean, hopefully, you're not getting divorced for the rest of your life. But we're giving you the information and the education and the tools to do this on your own. We are there to help. We have professionals who you can opt out of the program momentarily you know, seek their assistance for certain issues and then come back. But honestly, if you've got kids, particularly, don't you owe it to them to figure out a way to do this that makes sense, save money for their college education and save the toxicity that you will otherwise spend? Because as Chris said, this goes on until, and he says until they're, you know, age out, whether that's 18, 21, I don't know what states it's 24 in. I haven't heard of that. But the fact is it's their whole lives. You're always going to be dealing with your co-parent. And so let's do it in a way that makes sense. I mean what Chris spoke about is his lawyer missed deadlines. I mean I hope his lawyer would have maybe given him a break on the fees if the deadlines were missed, but with you, buck stops there. If you miss a deadline, that's on you. You're not paying somebody else or paying for somebody else's mistake. His wife bringing him back to court however many years later, she would have had Intimate knowledge of his finances signed under penalty of perjury. She wouldn't have had to take him back or necessarily been second guessing if she had been in the weeds in the first place, getting that kind of information. On It's Over Easy, we also have great parenting calendars, parenting plans, examples for people. So many people say to me, look, we know we're going to share custody equally, but what does that look like? I've got a 14-year-old or I've got a 3-year-old. And because I've been doing this for a while, because I've been speaking to many, many people in the family law community, whether it's you know attorneys or financial planners or mental health professionals, I asked, what makes most sense for a 3-year-old? What's the kind of custody schedule that makes the most sense? Versus, what's a custody that makes the most sense for kids that are in, you know, middle school or high school? Generally, and again, it's case specific. It's best for younger kids to have more frequent and continuing contact. So you do something like a two-two-three plan or a two-two-five plan, and check out it's over easy to see what that actually means. Older kids can go week on, week off, alternating with parents. A lot of it depends on where the parents live. These are things people should be thinking about as they're getting into their dissolution process. If we're going to live an hour away from each other, that's going to impact what we're doing for custody, where the kids go to school, how long they're in the car, where we're going to trick-or-treat with them, all of those things. And we have helpful hints about all of that on our website. Other tools to determine what an appropriate amount of spousal or child support could be, figuring those things out. Judges don't know any better than you do. They're sitting up there with some kind of a guideline calculator, plugging numbers in and spitting them out. God forbid they plug the wrong number in or they're too new to realize what the different nuances are. We can help you with that so that you're armed with knowledge, which will make it better for your negotiating with your spouse or or about to be ex and make it easier to figure out what it is you need. I say to people all the time that say, I have no idea what I spend, you know, she's in charge of all the bills or he pays everything from his office. You will know. And I say, you'll never be in this position again, because now you're going to know you're going to be the master of your own destiny. Figuring that out now makes more sense than figuring it out after two attorneys have gotten into it, taking a bunch of money to represent you, and then you're now left holding the bag on your own. Get get into it on on the front end. Obviously, it's difficult to put your faith into somebody else's hands. And we do this a lot with family law attorneys and most of them are great people, problem solvers. But again, the way these forms have been set up and again and and they're they're older and they're difficult and they're confusing, but we can help you with them. They were meant for people to be able to represent themselves and self fill out the forms. So look at them, see what it is that you can. You generally will know your name and some states ask for a social security number. You've probably got that somewhere. Um, I hope you know the date you got married. Some people don't really know the date they separated because that's a tougher one, but we'll explain that to you. See what you can do on your own. Dip your toe in the water and let us see if we can help you. Because again, all of this information is information that by the end of the divorce process, whether you're represented or not, you're going to want to know. So maybe on the front end, start checking it out and let us help you filling out those forms that you need to dissolve the status of your marriage in the state where you live.
2: Hi, I'm Cheryl David. I'm 63 years old and I live in Los Angeles, California. I think I personally had the single worst divorce of anyone I know. My fees were a quarter of a million dollars, not, and that's not including the you know the P.I., Or the therapist I had to hire afterwards and during. It was a nightmare for me. I had a beautiful home in Bel Air. And that home was sold just to pay for attorney's fees. It never went from escrow into any checking account for either of us. If you have children, you think that you're keeping them from getting hurt by this. You think that maybe it's not affecting them. I'm here to tell you that it does. It was impossible to navigate on my own, which is what was happening. And I dealt with more than one attorney. The second attorney I ended up calling, but that was after three years of just trying to make this train stop. And I called another attorney and said, please, all I want, all I want is peace. At one point, you just get to the You just get to the point where you want peace in your life and you just want it over, um, which is what it took. It took six and a half years and a 21-day trial, in my case, to get this over. And um, that's a big part of your life when you think about it, to devote that much time to something that's just filled with negative energy. It was awful. It was terrible. And I ended up in a situation where the judge actually called myself and my um, my second attorney in and said, we're aware of the fact that this is not fair. I see very clearly what your ex-husband is doing and I can't solve any of it for you. I really, really could have used someone who understood the system. And that's the one thing. I never understood the system. I'm not an attorney. I don't, I'd never, I'd never been in a courtroom until that time. With this platform... You don't have to go through what I went through. You can have it over easy, quickly, without the expense, without the emotional draining of your resources. And I only wish that there'd been something like this platform for me. I think that um, it would have really made our lives um, and our future much better.
1: Oh, Cheryl. I mean, nobody's divorce should last six and a half years and nobody should have to undergo a 21 day trial as to the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that it cost to get it done. It must have been a while ago, because, again, I've seen more than that be spent. And couldn't that money have gone to better things, whether it's her family, her kids? Nonprofit organizations, um, you know, world peace, world hunger. There's no reason that it should take that long, particularly if, as she said, her husband was willing to get things done early on for a small amount. Um, we are here we are available. Part of it sounds to me like it might have had to do with some of the psychological blocks. And what we always say at It's Over Easy, it's important to get the kind of counseling that you need, not only to be able to effectively communicate with your about-to-be ex, but then to be able to wrap your head around the fact that there needs to be closure and you need to move on. And like she said, at one, one point she just called her attorney and said, anything, I'll do anything, I just, just give me the peace that I need. We want to do that from the outset. And, and I've said this before on the podcast. So many people have said to me, if only I knew then what I know now. And I thought to myself, how do we give people that kind of knowledge? And that's why I wrote the book. That's why we have the podcast. That's why we have It's Over Easy, to make you know Then what you will know later, we're giving that information to front loading it, getting you to a place where you're not going to say at some point, I just need this to end. It's going to end fairly quickly after it begins. You're both going to be equal partners in making sure that that happens and moving forward. Worst case scenario, you hit a wall and you have to have to opt out. But wouldn't it be better to find that out at the beginning and see what you know? It is a, it's an incredibly empowering experience to be able to learn the law in your state and then attempt to apply it to what's going on with you. Um, this may be the last thing that the two of you do as a couple. And it doesn't have to be a fun experience or a reconciling process. But at the same time, it is a way that will really, really, I think, and I have seen help you with that bridge through to the next phase of your life. What we offer you here as your full divorce resources is a community, not only other individuals who are either going through it or have been through it, but all kinds of accessible tools to use beyond this Divorce Sucks podcast. We've got It's Over Easy TV, which has, I think, helpful videos and uh, about things like What's the best way to separate? How to talk to your kids? What kind of mental health counseling could be, you know, appropriate or or helpful to your family? What is your date of separation? What does that mean in your state? On the actual platform, we've got the insights blog. So we have people that have written articles about certain things, people that have written articles about what happened to them. We've got professionals, we've got anecdotes, we've got what not to do. Our social media is at It's Over Easy. We've got a Twitter page. There's so many Different resources that we are bringing to you so that you can be the master of your own destiny. You know, we want to be able to help you through it, and for more than anything, so that we can change the face of divorce. We call this the evolution of dissolution. It never made sense to me that during my 25 years of practice, things hadn't really evolved in family law, and I feel that it's incumbent upon me and those of us who feel like minded to change that conversation. Thank you. Rob, Felice, Chris, and Cheryl for sharing some of your stories with us. And thank you all for listening. Divorce is many things, and yes, it will be stressful. And even though we say it's over easy, we know divorce isn't easy. In fact, we know divorce sucks. It's terrible. It's painful. It's heart-wrenching. Those parts of it we are guessing people will go through with their spouses, their support systems, their mental health professionals, and their families. I want the legal and business transaction part of this to be easier for you guys. This is what we call the evolution of dissolution. Divorce is happening, but it doesn't have to be destructive and contentious. Leave a review for us at iTunes and tell me what you think of today's show. Or share your divorce story with us, and maybe we'll have you on our show. 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts you know what else you can do in about a minute get an offer for your car with TrueCar. that's right in the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth pet your dog do a few sit-ups or just listen to my voice you can get the true cash offer best of all you can do it from your smartphone or home just go to TrueCar and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate true cash offer from a local TrueCar certified dealer it's that easy After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today.
0: If you've owned your car for a while, or maybe you got a great deal on a used vehicle that feels new to you, AAA has a vehicle protection plan that fits your needs and your budget. Let's face it unexpected and expensive repairs can pop up. That's why AAA vehicle protection plans provide comprehensive coverage for maintenance and repair to take some of the risk out of driving a classic. Find out more about our vehicle protection plans at AAA.com vehicleplan vehicle